Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Wicked Cow Marketing, home of the Lead Generation Strategy Report. This report is perfect for small businesses that are looking for a new marketing channel to help them generate more leads. All you need to do is head to our website at lgpodcast.com forward slash leads, enter in your details to order your report, and then we'll send you a list of questions asking about your business and about your goals. Once we get your answers, we'll be able to formulate a personalized strategy for your business, recommending what we think is the best way to go to generate more leads. Just go to lgpodcast.com forward slash leads to take advantage. Okay, welcome back to the Lead Generation Podcast. We're today back here with James Martin from Insider Foundry. Uh, g'day, James. Welcome back. G'day. Uh, you'll remember that we spoke with James in episode one a few weeks ago uh, about lead generation. So that was sort of our foundation episode, really getting into the, the meat of the topic of how to generate leads. And then this is sort of the, the, the most logical step, I guess, following on from there, which is how to start turning those leads into sales so you can start getting some, some money rolling in for your business, really both for, for businesses that are sort of just getting started or established businesses that want to sort of improve their sales process and lead generation process. So we're covering all sorts of topics with this podcast. Just to, for people that didn't perhaps catch the first episode, let's, let's just go back over your, your introduction, James. So you're from uh, Insider Foundry and you produce, or one, one of the products you guys do is Insider Guides, which are international student guides, mm-hmm. helping um, students in Australia, international students, to get to know their city and you sell advertising uh, as, as the main way you monetize those guides. Yes. And, and that's kind of where you build up your sales skills and your lead generation skills. Mm-hmm. And I uh, definitely recommend people go, go back and check out episode number one because there's some really, really good stuff in there about lead generation. But moving on here with the with the sales and the how to sell uh, section on, on, on this episode, what what is your preferred method of mm-hmm. selling? The one that I has been working the best for us has been personal selling, and uh, I think it really depends on on everyone's business. That every, it would be different for everyone. Uh, but for me personally, yeah, I, I really like um, having a chat to people and being able to show them the product in person and really un- and having a chat about what their needs are. And, and uh, yeah, so certainly that's been the most effective for us. And when you say um, sort of personal selling, do you mean uh, in person, like you say, like face to face? Yeah, that's right. Actually, physically going to their office or them coming to to meet me at a, at a location, and we can a coffee shop or something like that, and we can have have a chat, very casual. That's certainly been the most yeah the most effective for us. Okay, and, and and my next question here is really like, how did you discover that was your preferred method? And if people have listened to episode one, they would have heard all about your your processes. So yeah, sure. I have some idea of what what your answer might be, but but go, go on and tell me how 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 did you actually sort of discover that that was going to be your, your your best way of selling people? We essentially tried a lot. We did sales over the phone, uh, sales on email, sales in person, and it just so happened with this market, this this the, our our advertisers that they really appreciated me coming to them and showing showing them the guidebook, having a look at it, feeling the, the book itself, and I can actually show them how it's going to look, how it's going to feel, um, and I can answer any questions in person. So we worked that out basically at the end of the year. We just had a look at, um, I went through all of the closed sales, all of the closed opportunities, and um, successfully closed opportunities, and, um, and just looked at the ones that I met with versus the ones I didn't meet with and said, right, there's like a 90% 
So a correlation here between meeting a meeting a person and, and closing. I should just do more of that. And it's been a yeah, it's been a good strategy. And through that method I realized that uh, e- cold emailing was just not working at all for this kind of product. It might work for some other ones, but for this product product, this market, that didn't work. And even over the phone selling it is good. It's very good for interstate selling and, and international selling, but you know, it's not it's not the ideal way either. So you just gotta work work out what's working for you. So um, if, if, if our listener is uh, trying to figure out what their mm. best sales method is, do you, do you suggest they go through a similar process where they just try lots of different things and you know, yeah. get their metrics and, and then just figure it out based on uh, their success? That's right. Well, don't, don't try too many because it will make you exhausted and it will be hard to – your efforts will be stretched and your resources will be stretched. But it's very important to uh, use your gut and use your assumptions about the market to – to nail it down to three or four ways of selling that you think are going to work, but then very, very important to measure it. Measure every interaction. Measure wh- uh, when you called them, when you followed up with them, uh, how they, what, what script worked, what didn't work, what com- in, in, when, when you had a chat with them in person, what technique worked. What, and it's only when you start looking at things do things actually improve because then you can actually say, well, that, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> if, if our listener... Is, is such a person that struggles with uh, some sort of personal selling, particularly um, calling people on the phone for the first time or meeting in person and, and just, you know, maybe there's some anxiety around that. Do you have any suggestions or ideas on how they can overcome that? First of all, you have to ask yourself how much you really want this to succeed because if it's worth getting over that, then you know what the answer will be. It's just to push and, and to do it enough where to the point where, you, where it's no longer something that's scary. It's like, it's like pub, uh, public speaking, you know, everyone hates it. But if you're a politician or um, you, know, you speak at a lot of conferences uh, and you have good content and good value there, um, then you'll get good at it pretty quickly and uh, eventually you'll, you won't be too bad anymore. Um, that's certainly what happened with us. I knew the product was gonna work. I knew this was uh, the most effective way of doing it now was personal selling. I knew I had to get there and, and show people in person that this is gonna work. And so I really just had to um, to do it. Now, if, if people are not comfortable with it, um, they have a choice. They can either hire someone that is, or they can not do it, but then they'll notice that, it, I mean, you, have to, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You have to either push through or, um, or hire someone that can. And, uh, and I would encourage people to, to really have the gumption and the tenacity to sort of push through and, and, and really try it out because um, it's not as bad as, you, as everyone thinks. <laughs> if, if people are having trouble with their sales, um, they, they're not sort of closing as much as they think they should or that they would like, what kind of process might they go through to try and diagnose the problem yeah, sure. that they're having? Well, you firstly have to ask yourself whether it's you or the product that you're selling. So a lot of people think that, oh, I'm a bad salesperson, I'm a suck, I suck. You're not, you're not, you're often not bad at all. It's often, as I said in the the other podcast, um, you know, often you're selling to people that shouldn't be sold to to begin with. So you really have to narrow that down, narrow down your prospecting to the point where you've got a nice, very good hit list here. So your chance, it's all about stacking the odds in your favor. So that's, that, that's a big advice. It's about measuring and really just working out uh, which ones are working, which ones 
are not. And really, uh, I mean, it's all about sort of di- yeah, di- the diagnosis. And maybe just uh, just asking your clients, asking your customers, right? Well, you know, you got pretty close down to a, you got pretty close to a sale, and then you pulled out. Why did you pull out? What was wrong with this? What was wrong with the product? What was wrong with me? What was wrong with the pitch? And you know, often people are really okay with that. They're really okay if you ask them, say, what what can I do better? Often they'll say, well, well, that the book isn't for us. We don't like print, or we don't we don't like this, or we don't like. Um, we're going to put out all, all of our money into this area and this area. And you can start getting a, getting a sort of a, a holistic view of the industry and say, okay, well, maybe I'm not positioned correctly. Maybe, I'm, maybe I need to come from this angle better, this angle better. Um, yeah, I mean, what gets measured improves, basically. Um, and so if you're not measuring it and you're not asking for feedback, then you really got no one to blame but yourself. <laughs> you know, so that's the best advice I can give, I guess. Yeah, great. And uh, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's quite a cool uh, suggestion about asking people for feedback. So mm-hmm. I have actually done that a couple of times myself. Yeah, it's often surprising that people can be open to, mm. to, uh, to giving advice. And, and also I've been on the other side where I've been sold to and I feel like, you know, mm. I, I could give this person some advice as to why their approach didn't work for me. Uh, so yeah, it seems like a pretty good uh, way to get some of that intel. And it's also very important to sort of lean on the people around you and your team a little bit. And and if you have a team, or you know, even your, your girlfriend or your parents or whatever, people sort of people often have this thing where they don't like talking to their loved ones or there's I know business and family. It's, I mean, yes, don't go into business with your family and things like that. But it's it's okay to ask for feedback and ask for suggestions and. And often they know you they know you very well and they'll know what will work with for you and they, they know um, what's likely going to work. And I tell you, my girlfriend has helped me so much, so much in my business. Just, just talking a little about this and that, she'll be like, oh, that, that's not going to work. You, you're going to hate that. You're going to love this. And she, often she's spot on. <laughs> We're talking about a business now that perhaps is sort of moving along nicely. They have a bit of money mm. coming in, so they have a little bit more to invest. Uh, what are some, some, some tools or perhaps some techniques that people could invest in uh, that might start to scale up their, their sales process a little bit? Um, of course, there's sort of varying levels of, of, of what you can afford, um, but if you've gotten to the point where you now have a bit of money, then as I would assume you would know what's working and what's not. So if you know that online sales are working, Obviously, it's time to invest in an online sales expert and, and or SEO expert and ramp it up, double down. Me, I know that that, that personal selling is working, so I'm hiring a, a salesperson, and they they're going to be based interstate probably, and and um, and work on and work on their relationships interstate where I can't do that very well. So yeah, I mean, and and also as I said in the last podcast, it's very important to um to get yourself a good CRM. And to start measuring everything, to start logging your calls, to start following up with people, to start bringing in your sales reps and, and putting them into that CRM, creating some processes and some systems, some rules. You know, Don't ever discount more than this amount and don't make sure you follow up within three days from this sale. And you just start creating a bit, a bit, of, a, a bit of a document of, of things that, that your business sort of lives by and lives and breathes by. So whatever got you to where you are now, and you can set your, ne- your next revenue goal, work backwards from there and go, well, how, how can I do that? And what's going to happen here? So, yeah, different for every business. Cool, cool. 
And you're, you're talking about sort of uh, different parts of the process, like different scripts mm-hmm. and different um, maybe techniques, with, whether you're doing a call or whether you're doing mm-hmm. something with the in-person. In, in uh, do you have any sort of suggestions for how people should work out those different, how to do those different aspects, apart from just sort of trial and error? Is there like certain books that you might recommend or mm-hmm. certain websites that people can do or courses and things like that? In terms of personal selling uh, and well, f- first of all, it's very important to try and sy- systemize everything. So, for example, a script. A lot of salespeople do not use a script, and I don't know why. Because if you are not consistent in the way that you sell, and you're at the mercy of your own memory, then really you're at the mercy of whoever's buying from you and whatever their behavior is. Because you really need... To, if you don't have a consistent, systemized approach to selling, then you can expect results that are all over the place. You need to have it very, very structured. So that's what I do. I try my best to sort of organize that. In terms of um, resources, um, look, I mean, I would, I would first of all read Harry Marshall's book, 80-20 Marketing, um, which is an excellent, excellent way to start. That's very good. Um, personal selling and, and just selling over the phone. Geez, that, there's that guy who does uh, the Wolf of Wall Street um, guy. What's his, I forgot his name, but he does an online course um, I mean, yeah, he, there were certain things he did in his past that were unethical, um, but he's a very good salesperson, and there's a lot of value you can get out of out of that. I'd listen to a whole bunch. I listen to a whole bunch of pod, podcasts. I listen to uh, Sales Marketing Profit podcast with James Schramko and Taki Moore. That's that's a good one. Uh, Super Fast Business with James Schramko. That's a good one. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. Um, it's you sort of have to pick and choose, and you know, the podcasting world is, as our listeners would know, that they say, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a it's an abundance of fantastic pod, uh, resources that you can get a lot of value out of. Just don't get too addicted. <laughs> get, get, make sure you do some work. Cool, man. Yeah, we'll um we'll get some links to those uh, those resources you mentioned and put them in the, the show notes for this episode, so yeah. our listeners can head over there to to get the, that information. Uh, that. Pretty much brings us to the end of, of the stuff I had to talk about for this episode. Mm-hmm. Is there anything perhaps that you can sort of pull out that might be like one thing for people to, to think about or an action item for people to, to, to take away from this episode on, on how to sell and how to sort of increase your sales? Um, I guess the best, the best advice I can give is know who you're selling to and really work that out because you just see it so much. In the, in the selling world where people are struggling to get the, they get a really bad conversion rate they get a then the morale dips and they start thinking they're the worst salesperson in the world and and it just become and they sort of convince themselves that they suck at selling but they don't really they just would they just weren't selling to the right people to begin with and as soon as they start refining their their market they, they start seeing a, a little bit more of a success rate and they start getting a little bit more confidence and it builds them on the momentum then they start getting a CRM and getting organized and they can start tracking every stage of their selling process and start experimenting here, there. What if I say this at the start of the phone call compared to this? You know, what if I don't mention this? I only say that at the end during the, when I put the quote together. And there's, there's just certain things, little techniques you can do. And, but you only will know that if you start tracking it as well. So yeah, that, that's my... My main is of advice, get your target market right and start tracking what you're doing now because that's when you'll start improving. 
Great, great. Thanks, thanks again very much for coming on uh, and talking to us uh, about sales in this episode and about uh, lead generation uh, episode a few weeks ago. It's been fantastic uh, tapping into your knowledge on, on these subjects. So thanks very much, James. No worries. Thanks. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks again for tuning in. To find the show notes for this episode, head to our website at lgpodcast.com. You can also find information about subscribing there. So we're available on both iTunes and Stitcher. You can also subscribe to our email list to be emailed each time we release a new episode. So just head to lgpodcast.com. 